cancel my drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. I asked him, what's his favorite what is that, drink? Now, what does that mean, cancel my drink, though? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Horvath. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Scott, Angie, Lizzie, Trisha, Ben Khan. By the way, I didn't say happy Yom Kippur to Ben yesterday. Yes, well, you're saying it now, and I'm sure he's hearing it. A day late, but not a dollar short. I, I had so many things on my mind yesterday. Nobody knows what that's like. Yeah, nobody. Nobody has a lot of things on their mind these nobody. days. Nobody. Nobody does. Cubra Libra. You asked oh. what his favorite drink was. Oh, okay, very good. I guess he wants that drink canceled. Just joking. He- Just joking. Uh, good morning, Greg. Unless, hey guys. Speaking of drinking, I was drinking a little more. I tried, I was at um event last night, as you knew. Was it fun? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, but it's inter- It's fun to see a guy who has started a bit, well, Chris Pronger, you know, St. Louis. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I've known. Was it at his house? Our kids have gone to school with each other for a few years. No, it wasn't at his house, but. But he was there? No, but he's out selling his journey. He's got a whiskey. Oh, it's love called it. Journey. He and his brother started. And my point in bringing up that is the fact that it's interesting to see this guy mm-hmm. who, you know, he's done well for himself. Yeah. But man, stressing, starting. Oh, his, he was stressed. Oh, yeah. His, so you can everywhere. relate to that. Got to get everywhere out, trying wow. to get his stuff out. Yeah. But it is good. We'll talk about Journey uh, on the show. That's great. Yeah. Starting a business is the He's most like, you're going to promote it on your show? And I'm like, well, yeah. How much am I going to get for every bottle we sell? Yes, and, he, and are you going to listen? Tell him he needs to listen. I don't know if he's up this early. He might not be, but he can listen later. Just say, listen later. He said, I had 35 years of good whiskey drinking to come up with the best whiskey. Good for him. Um, I texted Ben at Wente's. I was like, yeah, you have to get this stuff in there. He's like, we'll do it. It's like, I like it. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, starting a business is one of the hardest things you can do. And then once it's all successful, then it's the most gratifying thing you can do. Good morning, Mary. Hey, David. Bendy. Bob's going to take a bloody Mary. I want a Jamaica me happy, and it's not even expensive, but it makes me happy. A Jamaica me happy by the pool is just so good. You know what that is? (laughs) I love that. I do. I do. Tuesday. We've got... Um, hey, guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the merchandise site. Um, we continue to have people jumping in, getting things every now and then. And we appreciate that. We're going to add a, a cancel this coffee, too. Mm-hmm, we are. With um, organic coffee. I didn't know there was a difference. There is a difference. And um, that's our sales... Uh, that's our account Crystal executive. Mathena. Her and her husband brew it. Um, he's a veteran. They roast it. They get organic coffee and they roast it at their home. It's awesome. And get it out. But 
I said, if it doesn't come in a K-cup, I won't drink it. I'm sorry. But she said she'd crush it for you and you can get your own K-cups. Did you know that those little silver things and no. you can put it in there? I, I don't know anything about coffee. Well, see, so you can, you can get any coffee. It was just in recent coffee. years that I started drinking. And put it in a Keurig. She feels bad for me. She does feel she bad for you. She looked at me like I should feel shame for drinking K-cup mm-hmm. coffee. Yes. Like, well, it was the brand of K-cup coffee too, I think. And Trisha oh, really? sign her up for the coffee. What do you mean sign her up? She wants some of it. It'll have, I believe it's going to have a cancel this logo on it. Yeah, eventually. I don't With think the American, now. American yes. Legacy Coffee yes. Company. That's going to be great. Speaking of Crystal, hey, Jody, you have that picture of the little mugs that you took yesterday. Do you have that? Oh, thanks for reminding me. I'll, I'm, I'll put it in. Okay. I, I, I don't have it in there yet. Okay. We can mention that too. That was so sweet that Crystal got those from them. It's brothers. I was asked not once, not twice, but three times last night, three different times by people um, for advice or start one is podcast. <laughs> start oh, a pod, yeah. one podcast and and showing me their podcast. And oh, did they show you their podcast? Were they well? It's if they ones? they're trying to get started. Yeah. Um. When you first start off, I mean, there's a lot to get done. There really is. is. It's not just, you can sit in front of a camera. Hey, that's fine. It's great. Um, but And you can do that. But but the sustaining for how long, the longevity of the podcast, that's really what you got to look at. You can have one or two really great podcasts, but it's consistency of doing it over and over and over. And a lot of people quit. Well, I was even just talking about the technical standpoint first. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know as much about that as you all do. You guys all make it look easy, and it's not. I know it's not. Well, I mean, I have to teach Joe a lot. Yeah, I, I Joe, yeah, him. yeah, Joe. Yeah, he's a good learner, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> look at Joe is shaking his head. He's an all right dude. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep him. <laughs> we're gonna keep him. And he's like rolling his eyes at those those two non technological yahoos in there. No, building the studio is the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. I'm sure, but it is. For anybody that's not been here, it is this top notch, top notch to work in this in this studio. Mary says, "I'm walking out now. I want to get back in and have more coffee." Uh, we're going to put that on the website, by the way, and uh, the, the coffee so coming good. up. It'll be on our website, and you know we'll do it in an affiliate market type way. Whatever you guys sell, not only helps Crystal and her husband and mm-hmm. their family. <laughs> blasphemy Robert Peterball says Vic talking about Joe mm-hmm. um, also um, it, you know a little percentage tiny percentage would go back to us uh, did you guys see that Josh Hawley made an appearance at the UAW picket line yes. I did not Paul I, I did was that yesterday that. Mm-hmm. yeah yep and then apparently President Trump tomorrow he's not necessarily on the picket line no. But he's going to be talking to UAW workers. So yeah. both of them have gotten behind the workers. That'll be at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. Biden's whatever you want to call it's happening today. They came Correct. in to try to undercut Trump doing it uh-huh. first. That's and exactly right. Such is life. All right. Uh, we got a little mix going here. Let's go ahead and start the show. Oh, my God. 
Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. Time to roll up our sleeves and get things cooking, get things cracking. And in Lizzie's case, whacking. On a September 26, Tuesday morning. Always good when I can get a smile from Joe. <laughs> I was about ready to hit the button. I was waiting for the button. I thought we were... How close we are, how far we have come. I was waiting for the button to get kicked. I'm cracking. Lizzie's whacking. Wash off your penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, baby. Welcome in to Cancel This. Cancelthisshow.com, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time. And live all the time on our website, cancelthisshow.com. Check us out. Check out all the platforms as well. The video platforms and the audio platforms as well. All right. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. Big show coming up. We were just showed him. Tucker Carlson really jumping in on the abortion issue right now and um, getting biblical about it as well. You'll hear from Tucker coming up in just a little bit. You've heard about Russell Brand in the last, uh, you know, UK actor. Uh, we brought it up just a little bit. I wanted to wait on it just to hear a response from him because the first response that I had heard from him when he was allegedly, quote, sexually assaulting, raping young girls, um, allegations from over 20 years ago now coming out. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, most times in life, of course, when somebody blames you or accuses you of something, um, you're, in, you're guilty until pro proven innocent. Correct. That's the problem. And, or it can be a problem. But anyway, I wanted to wait before we had jumped into it. He responded. So you'll hear from Russell Brand. And does it have anything to do with the fact that he is now destroying the liberal elite all over the world? Of course it does. On his show, on his podcast show. And oh, all of a sudden, we're going to go after Russell Brand because he is super popular, because he's calling out the left, because he's calling out tons of immoral. And if anybody knows about immoral, it was him. He talked about it himself, the kind of life that he lived. We'll get into that coming up a little bit later. Also, Annette, yes, I did know that Russell Brand was married to Katy Perry at one point in time, which is interesting. I had forgotten that. Yeah, that goes on too. Uh, so we'll get into that as well. Talk about the Rumble platform in UK. Now that's under attack. Oh, you speak truth. People come after you. You know how that goes. Lizzie's already talked about it. We'll get into it. Donald Trump tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time, addressing the UAW and union workers. Uh, once again, being presidential, working the job, even though he doesn't have the title, uh, working the job as president. Hey, remember the, the Chesterfield man with the case of, oh, oh my God, a, a, a Christian man with Sound of Freedoms donating money mm -hmm. to... Uh, causes that go after kids. You know, Scott Rosenblum jumped in. Yeah, uh, we've got an update on that case for oh, you good. as well. And if we have time, we'll tell you about. And this happened last week, but one we we were slammed on Friday, um, talking with all that stuff that we were talking about with the Kabul and everything else. The Kabul, um, UK, or excuse me, Zelensky's new ambassador to rebuild schools in Ukraine, none other than. Marina Abramovich. Abramovich. Say that three times. Yeah, I mean, kind of a known Satanist. Mm -hmm. And Lady Gaga gave her credit for taking oh. her to the dark side. Of and, course. And this is the person that Zelensky wants to rebuild schools, always access to children, at least in my humble opinion, makes you wonder mm -hmm. what's going on from that point in time. Uh, real quick, stay with us. We're going to talk Colonel Joe Adams, always a fan favorite. We're going to show you our commercials first. Partners, 
Uh, if you know of any, let us know. We've been talking to several right now, trying to find the right fit. Let us know what happens. If you know of supporters, partners, that keeps going what we're doing. But when we come back on the other side of this commercial, about three minutes or so, we're talk catch back up with Colonel Joe Adams. Talk about his militia, talk about what's happening from a border standpoint. And also, he's got a big benefit dinner coming up this week. So, uh, for Lizzie, I'm Vic Projo. Stay with us. Like, subscribe, share the show. You can send us stars. We are going to go ahead and get started right now on Cancel This. But first, commercials back with Colonel Joe Adams. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Sparks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. <laughs> Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653. Or find her online at experience-re.com. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. 
Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo in the house. Projo, just let me know if and when we get Joe up and running and we'll go from that standpoint. Of course, we're here Monday through Friday. News, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, um, paranormal, business. <laughs> we do it all. We really do. Uh, great, but it's great because we get a lot of really, really cool guests as well. Um, try to get Kelly Mano back in studio Friday as well. She had Comic-Con over the weekend. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about that. Her videos were fantastic mm-hmm. that she had been doing. Good morning to everybody jumping in on the line this morning as well. It is Tuesday, September 26th. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll here. Okay, one thing that I wanted to get into right off the bat today while we were here um, and see where we go from the standpoint. Um People will try to come in and work and work their angles. But Mm -hmm. we told you about, it was all over social media. We started to see updates. Oh, the sound of freedom has dirty investors. And if you're somebody who looks at social media, you would, you saw this and I'm like, there's no way in hell. Well, then when I saw Scott Rosenblum, friend of the show, get involved, and then I was like, okay, something's up and scott's like Mm -hmm. this guy has been talked about in a way that is not true he did nothing wrong and this had to do with with a case uh that had nothing to do with the sound of freedom he gave money he had he did nothing illegal well guess what the charges all against him fabian marta um because he was a, a part of a um an investment group well he got was arrested and charged with accessory to child kidnapping, according to a Missouri court filing. And guess what? All that was thrown out because it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And it had to do, and everybody tried to make it a big deal because he was an investor with the Sound of Freedom movie. Correct. They wanted to cancel him. It, they tried to. Well mm-hmm. said. Well, uh, it's great when we can give the updates that you may not hear on all those people who want to be really cool podcasters and we have the latest updated information and and we're going to be first without having the full story. Shame on you. Run this story. Put Scott's name on it. It was all a lie. And it was something that was done to him by his ex-wife. It's, why is it it's always the ki- Domestic custody uh-huh. cases. Yeah. Well, people lose emotions when it comes to... Lizzie, I tell you, I mean, when you get in divorce proceedings, I mean, there's a reason people lose weight. Um, there's the stress i was there i mean you go through shit Mm. and it's not fun and people do some really bad things and evil things and i hope in some cases things that they regret and i guarantee we have listeners and viewers if you've gone through a divorce i'm sorry some of you may have the perfect little pretty with a bow on it divorce i know people like you shame on you 
Shame Shouldn't on you. be that easy. Oh. <laughs> we didn't lose any money. We used the same lawyer. It was all wonderful. Like our friend Kelly Meadow. Yeah, she apparently had a very... And then there's the rest of us who lose everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not getting a divorce ever because kind of like Kelly, David and I both said we never wanted to be by ourselves to raise five kids. Alone. Yeah, cheaper so, to keeper. Yep. That's what I've always... And that didn't go over well when I tried to tell my ex that. That's like, funny. You stay upstairs, I'll stay downstairs. Look at the bank account. I don't care. Uh-huh. Damn you, we couldn't agree on that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do just look at the, co- the, the comments when it comes in on that. Uh-huh. So that was a domestic case. So, of course, you get Scott Rosenblum and you get the facts out there. No, this guy did nothing wrong. And let's see how many... Let's see how many um, podcasters and how much media covers the fact that those charges were dropped and the Sound of Freedom movie, an amazing movie, had nothing to do with anything. And this guy did nothing illegal. He did nothing wrong. He wasn't crowdfunding child trafficking. He supported movie as, as, uh, supported a movie as an individual. BS stuff. But of course, we go through life and we see. It's always the headlines, the headlines. But when things actually come out and tr- you don't hear about it, you don't see what goes on. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's, it sucks, but 10 years removed. That would be, that would be a, a topic for a Friday. It's a divorce Friday here on Cancel This. Tell us your highs and lows and everything in between. Tell us your divorce story today. No, it'd be, I mean, seriously, you can, names are put to the side. Or if you want to bring names, you can do that too. Uh, <laughs> we could be Dear Abby, or you could be Dear Vic instead of Dear Abby. Uh, Robert said, I heard the reason divorces were so expensive mm. because they're worth it. Pa, pa, pa. Yeah, it must be nice. Ugh. Yeah. Messy, messy. I, I think I might stuff. take the basement still. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> After all that. Derek says, do you know the number one cause of divorce? Yeah, we. he's going to say a joke, but yeah, we gave the stats. <laughs> he's going to say a joke. We gave the stats on this a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We did. I don't know. I just, it's that marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek, hey, Derek, you are so funny. Um, He is a man looking after his own uh, laughter and attention. Anyway. <laughs> No, we'll do that sometime on a Friday. Yeah, let's do it. That the down the deep dive on divorce. Yeah, we should do it because we some of our listeners have got some stories. Everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah! Have you heard Joe's stories? No, I really haven't heard stories. Joe, you got oh. stories for us on a Friday? They're so intriguing, I'm sure. But yes. no, I do have a picture of those mugs. What are you talking about? The mugs that she was asking me to. I have no idea what she. Okay, asked well, you. go ahead and show them. Okay. Go ahead and show them. There we go. Okay, so Crystal, who is our account executive, one um, came in yesterday. We had a meeting after the show, and there's a business called Ben Ben and Shot, or no, just Ben Shot, and they gave us the coolest glasses yesterday. I'm not sure at this point they're going to be an advertiser or anything, but Joe and I got these glasses with bullets, and it looks like rifle bullets in it, and of course, <laughs> yeah, so it was perfect. Perfect. I already have it on my home, oh my, my desk at home. I got I love some it. footballs for me. Yeah, the football is for <laughs> you. The football is for you. So I wanted to give a shout out to them. It is all American made. 
products and they've got the coolest things and it's Ben shot. So you can look the bomb online if you're cool. interested. Thanks in that. for the mugs. We appreciate it guys. It was awesome. Uh, all I can say, can you pop that picture back up? If anybody's wondering, Joe's a professional photographer as well. If you would like to uh-huh. hire him yes. for anything, if you have any sort of, yeah, you can thank me later, Joe. Thanks, man. You got, I mean, Joe, look that, at, that's literally an iPad shot, but I just wanted to let people good. know. Thank you. That's our studio. Um, and it's a terrific shot. Yeah, it's just a, because it window. doesn't even look half as good as what you made it look. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's all good, all good in the hood right there, bench with a bolt in the glass. That'd be good for Colonel Joe Adams. Maybe we would get him one of those. Yeah, we should get him one of those. Have a rifle and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would like that glass. <laughs> I bet hey, he would. hey, Colonel Joe, good to see you, man. How you been, buddy? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Long time no see. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, you look younger. Did you get some Botox? Yeah, that's exactly. Right. <laughs> no, I got I got uh, five hours sleep last night. That's the difference. Damn, there you go, my friend. You look good. I mean, seriously, you look like you've aged down about at least two years. Uh, uh, that's just on the outside. Inside, no. Yeah, I got you. Hey, buddy. Good he to does get... look younger though. He, he does. Really does. You look good, man. You look great. Let really? me do some makeup. Did you lose weight? What do you? Do? Why do you, you look, look so fantastic? Much... Uh. I feel great. I mean, I'm just, you know, I run into people all the time, like, uh, in they're complaining about all their aches and pains and illnesses. And I said, well, how old are you? And they're usually about 10 years younger than me. I have nothing. I mean, I, my wife calls me the freak. I'm in perfect condition. You are. You are freak. a perfect specimen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Hey, buddy, uh, you've got a, a, a big event and it's big about what you do. And if you can remind people what you do, uh, it would be great. And why this dinner this week and this banquet dinner is so important. Well, this is our second banquet. So I guess we can call it second annual. Yeah, you and can. Last too. year, last year the, we knocked it out of the park. And this year we're going to knock it into orbit. Uh, my friends are coming in to do the, uh, the speaks. <clears throat> uh, Sammy Davis, Medal of Honor recipient, and the, the real Forrest Gump that uh, in the movie. And... Uh, then uh, Colonel Doc Ballard is coming back, Medal of Honor recipient. <clears throat> eight Purple Hearts. Give me a break. Who has eight Purple Hearts? And then uh, you know that Joey Jones is coming in to be the uh, key speaker uh, from Fox News, uh, who, of course, lost his legs in Afghanistan and uh, is going to talk about how to overcome situations and turn into a positive note, which is uh, hard to believe, but that's... Uh, He's, he's an incredible guy, and people are really going to enjoy it. And, and we've got a lot. We got a, of course, it's, this is a fundraiser for, to raise funds to support first responders. And oh, hey, you know, also to mention that the, the Washington Guard has been asked to join the Franklin County uh, Emergency Response Team with oh, law enforcement. That, congratulations. congratulations! That's a that's a huge thing that they. Uh, appreciate us to an extent in our professionalism the fact that they would ask us to assist them and we have so anyway a lot of all good news that it uh it's october the 7th is the is the banquet and there's a like i say there's a live auction also of course and we've got, got kind of funny stuff and people are more impressed they ask what they ask what's in the live auction what are you auction off well you know i'm auctioning off uh, uh, a free tank driving lesson in my tank and then uh <laughs> Uh, I contacted uh, Mickey Dolans uh, from the Monkees and uh, asked him 
I thought it would be kind of inter- interesting to have a, with all these heroes and hard-ass military people to to have Mickey show up and, and, and entertain. And unfortunately, he's already booked that weekend, but he did send me uh, one of his uh, 12-string guitars autographs. So we're going we're to autograph off Mickey Dolan's 12-string guitar. Oh, that's at, cool. At this hero's banquet. Yeah, so anyway, uh, and people seem to be more excited about Mickey Dolan's guitar than getting a tank driving lessons for me, so I, I can't help that. I can't even imagine that. I was there last year at your event, and it was fantastic. So you want the tank lesson. All about the guitar, but you need definitely a tank lesson, for sure, Colonel yeah. Joe. I, everybody needs to know how to drive a tank. Just yes, they do. Yes, they do. Hey, Joe, can you give people some... Are, are you still selling tickets, or are you sold out? Uh, uh, we're coming close to being sold out, so what they can do is go to the... wash. Everything's online, of course, today. So they go to the WashingtonGuard.com, click on events, and they can buy their tickets there. And also, if they mention in comments at the bottom uh, that they heard about this on can, you know, cancel this show, and then they get a discount. So, but this is people don't really like like last year when you were there. Uh, this event is hard to believe that something like this is happening in this area to bring these gentlemen in who are national treasures to uh, mm. meet the public, public, talk to them, walk up and touch them, take a picture with them, and to hear their stories of about doing the impossible. Uh, these men, the things that they've done to the average person would be impossible, mm-hmm. but they did it. So these people prove that the impossible you can do. You just got to get up and do it. So amazing people and everybody will have a good time last year i mean it was just incredible i mean it's i it's it's hard to explain because i'm you know i'm just an old marine so but when you see these gentlemen and talk to them it's uh it's it's life-changing it really is Uh, talking with colonel joe adams uh he himself was nominated for a congressional medal of honor um it'd be you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who did more work on the border protecting women and children who'd been trafficked at one point in time, even rumors of a million dollar um, uh, hit on his head by cartels. Rumors my, hey, rumors my ass. Okay? You knew about it, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, when they first put a bounty on my head, it was $100,000, and I, frankly, I was offended. <laughs> you should have been way more than that. Well, you know, how dare they? Yeah, how uh, dare they? So... Uh, eventually it became a million dollar bounty on my head and I can live with that should be more but anyway well I'm glad you're here with us and you looked him straight in the eye at the border for many years uh, and said yeah come and get me and you've helped so many people so many men women and children and families and of course we see the craziest Uh, I use a term that you said we didn't have a problem at the border we had a disaster at the border and now we see what's happening Um, and in a lot of senses what you told us uh, told me at least five years ago when when you met me what we would be seeing I just don't want to talk about maybe we should be talking about more so what you also told me which people are not going to want to hear and that's the, the horrible negative things are going to happen of all the people being allowed into this country. Yes. But maybe you should remind people mm-hmm. about some of the things that you think are, and are going to see happen because what you told me five years ago was playing out right now. Yeah. And, and, and you know, when I told you early on, when I call, and I called the border, the just total chaos, people 
didn't really think I knew what I was talking about or didn't appreciate it. Well, now everybody's talking about chaos and it's only started with we, you know, New York's got a taste of it. Chicago's got a taste of it. Uh, California's got a taste of it, but who cares about California? Uh, there's some good anyway, people there. <laughs> there's going to be a huge, huge problem. And with all of these things are indicators. And that's why I moved to Washington, Missouri to start the militia, the Washington guard and to protect, help protect this community. And because I, I, I know the problems that are coming and it's going to affect everybody right now. People like in the urban areas are thinking that oh, that's too bad about the, the big cities. Well, the big cities problems are coming to a neighborhood near you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So th- this country's in big, big trouble. And then <clears throat> there's several things, you know, if you ever want to have me back on the show, there's some things that I gathered uh, that I didn't, I, I didn't talk about because they're so unbelievable, but now they're a bit starting to surface and uh, it's much more, I mean, it's, we're, we're being attacked by so many different directions mm-hmm. and that's part of the, the problem. I mean, the, the, uh, the Democratic Marxist Party in this country is destroying us. Uh, when Levine, Levine said that uh, the Democrats hate America, uh, that's true. They really do. It, it is if definitely true. It is def- the, the leadership hates America. The other people that hate Trump are, are Democrats, but they don't, they don't see what's going to happen. They, they think that they somehow are going to scathe this thing, and they're not. They're going to be victims like everybody else. So mm-hmm. all I can say, people, get ready to rock and roll because this country <clears throat> is in a downward spiral, and it's, and it's getting worse. How long do you think it'll be before our smaller towns? I know that there's already illegals in the small towns, but how much longer do you think is the, the small town or a small suburb is going to be in serious peril? You mean in the St. Louis area? Anywhere. Anywhere in the That's United already States. happening in the southern states. Yeah. No, I get that. But I mean in the normal small towns that people don't see them, but we know they're there. People don't think they're there. Well, they don't. You know, they don't think they're when there. You, when you guys had uh, the governor, Parsons, on your show months and months ago, I was texting, 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 trying to get through to you to ask him one question. When he said on your show that in the future he expects – a real problem with this illegal immigration and people in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And, but the follow-up question should have been, well, if, for example, if, if you went to a doctor and you, they detected cancer in its early stages, wouldn't you take the, the precautions and the remedies to, to cure that now, instead of waiting until the cancer is, is controlling your body and you're going to die? But we have a, an ability now to do something about the illegal immigration and the people that's coming in here. We, we have no idea who they are. Why, why are we waiting until it, it happens and it's overwhelming to do something about it? So Parsons has no answer. I mean, I don't, it doesn't make sense. Who has an answer? I haven't even heard one governor in this country have an answer. I just try, I try and get in front of problems. Well, example. Yeah, but you I don't, know, but you're not in politics. You're a badass who's taking care of issues and you didn't have to worry about people's feelings and that's why you got things done. Well, that's true. I do not care about people's feelings. Uh, I've been in the intelligence industry for 53 years and I'm a, I, I try and get ahead of the problem, which is exactly why I moved to Washington, Missouri to prepare because I, I, 
I couldn't obtain a defensive posture in St. Louis because of just the numbers in, in you can't do that. And also I had a, a lot surrounded by neighbors who were, you know, didn't believe what, what was coming. And mm-hmm. of course now they're going to suffer for it. True. I moved to Washington. Not in Clayton. They won't. <laughs> no. That for certain. I, but really, I, I mean, I, I moved to Washington, Missouri to get ahead of the problem. At least out here I can <laughs> obtain that defensive posture that Correct. we need for this community. Yeah. So, that's true, because where, where you moved from, you couldn't do much about it because no one believed what you were saying. Hey, Colonel Joe, I'm, we're going to have Governor Parson on in the next two weeks. Um, what do you want me to ask him? Well, remind him what he said on your show the last time, the fact that he thinks there's going to be a major problem in this state because of this illegal immigration and people coming here. And ask him, I said, and, and the same thing, ask him, what do you plan to do about it? And why aren't you doing something now, getting ahead of the problem? Okay, but I'll ask him. That, that really, that, I'm serious. I mean, that's that's true. They're talking about uh, organizing a state militia. People think there's a state militia already. No, there's not. And, and thanks to Mark McClowski, uh somehow my name got on that list as far as uh, possibly a, a, the head of a state organized militia. I mean, I've, I've talked to, there's probably 50 militias in this state alone. Damn. But they're not like the Washington Guard. The Washington Guard, without a doubt, is a militia. I'm not going to deny that. We have a military-trained branch of that uh, militia. But 90% of what we do, and thank God for the girls, the women here in this area are probably the biggest asset to this militia than the men are. They They... We recently had a memorial for a couple of fallen police officers, and the the county wanted to know is it possible that we could put together a some food for the memorial in in 24 hours. The girls organized and fed 2,000 people. Who who can do that? Yeah, that's, What's that's the quite organization? That's impressive. Yeah, that is put impressive. together 2,000 meals overnight. I mean, I, I give them all the credit. For, on the military side and, and skills, for me, that's easy. I've done it all my life. But the organization of the Guard, internally, the logistics of support, we, we have a special team just to address tornadoes. And now we have, I'm developing a special team to address the river, our yeah. back door, that when things finally collapse, the river's going to become a real issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we have a river guard. So I'm trying to cover all the aspects, but I, I have to give my logistical support teams that support our militia all the credit. They're, they're incredible. You're talking with Colonel, Colonel Joe Adams with us this morning. Before we let you go today, um, I need I don't know if you've gotten intel, you've been studying it, you've been seeing it, but some, one of our viewers brought the, the question up too. Um, to address the legitimate concerns that our government is working with cartels and not just mexican cartels but cartels all around the world right now yes and what do people need to know about that absolutely yes what's happening what kind of a relationship is that what kind of quid pro quo goes on with these situations it's the the deep state i mean of course there's so much money to be made by working with the cartel that no one's going to convince me that you know uh that we're that a branch of our government covertly overtly whatever are working with the cartels. Uh, the, you know, it's, it's really strange that he just had a big DEA convention or meeting 
and of all the countries involved with uh, the narcotics problem. And uh, uh, Mexico is the only country that didn't show up. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. It says a lot. Part, it really, I mean, the number one problem we have is drugs coming across the border through Mexico, mm-hmm. and they have this big conference, and the only country not represented was Mexico. So, like I said before, you know, when I was with, worked with Border Patrol for 12 years, nobody knows the border better than I do in this area. I mean, but the problem is not stopping them at the border, which we are not. And we, we basically, to stop the drugs, stop the, the illegals coming across, which they will not do, is to invade Mexico. I mean, you can't defend a, a situation and not take the fight to the enemy. And they're not doing that. This is, this is all just follow the money, follow the money. This it, it, is horrible. When Obama was in office, he tried to he destroy the Border Patrol intentionally. Trump gets elected, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we were winning. And we stopped it. You know, in my sector, when I left out there working on the border, we were down to 400 apprehensions a month. In fact, it was actually boring. Uh, 400 a month. I mean, we used to pick up groups of 90 at a time out there coming across. And we were down to 400 apprehensions in 30 days, which is why I retired. We were winning because of Donald Trump. I talked to Border Patrol over the weekend, and they're up to 4,000 a month yeah it's it's yeah, it's I, sad we've been talking about it and given those totals who are, and... these, who are these people i gave the attorney general a video of middle, middle eastern types in full camouflage and battle gear coming across the border and as far as 40 miles deep into the border and he said well this is that's just terrible and i explained to him he said, well how do you know they're military and i explained to him on the video and pointed things out these are military personnel they're military taxes they're moving like a military would and he said, well, can I have a copy of the video? So, of course you can. Where'd the video go? Was it ever publicized? Was it ever on the news? No. We're being invaded. People. In 2005, I spoke and did some podcasts about closing down the border. Uh, we, they're not going to close down the border. But they've opened the border. This lying Mayorkas, who should be tried for treason and treated and punished accordingly, that is a lie. So the, the Democrats and this, this this totalitarian regime running Washington now, they just their policy is like, well, we'll just lie. And mm-hmm. a certain percent of the people believe this stuff. The, the, the border is more secure now than ever, really. No, these, it's, got, these clowns go down there. Yeah, these, they lie. No, these clowns go down there for a day. Mm-hmm. They go down there for a day for a photo op. Try living on the border. Hey, Try working on the board. Colonel Joe, uh, you should look up a guy. We bring him on occasionally now. Um, he's been down at the border working, former uh, Army military recruiter. His name is John Rourke. Uh, you should check him out. He'd be an amazing speaker at a future event that you have. We have him on. He's got Operation Cleanup. So he was down last weekend. He goes in and he cleans up after these people come in, leaving all kinds of trash needles dirty everything and then he videotapes it 
and he sends it back and he shows people what the hell's going on there, how they're getting in. Uh, he reminded me uh, of a younger Colonel Joe. I mean, I know there's no equal to Colonel Joe, especially a younger Colonel Joe, but the guy's trying to make a difference and um, it just be a good guy for you to connect with at some point in time. John Rourke, uh, you should check him out. And that, you know, <clears throat> people don't understand the destruction to, to my pristine desert that these people do. Mm-hmm. I can show you video and photographs of five square acres of trash, three layers deep that they leave behind. Mm-hmm. They, they have no respect for our country. They're not coming over here to be Americans. I mean, this problem is 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 out of control. We had it under control, and they threw it all away. All the work that I did for twelve years. What was that for? The only the, the only benefit. People ask me, so don't you kind of feel frustrated the fact that you worked down there for twelve years, got the border secure. We had taken the border back from the cartel, taken it back. As of two thousand ten, the cartel controlled the border. And during Donald Trump, we took it back. And now look at it. It's it's worse than ever. Well, we appreciate the work that you're doing right now, especially with the Washington Guard, your dinner coming up again. Remind people how they can uh, buy tickets or where they can go to get tickets, uh, Colonel. I I guarantee you, if they come to this event, they will not believe what they see in these great men. TheWashingtonGuard.com, click on events, and uh, you can get your tickets there. And make sure you put it uh, at the bottom of the... uh, uh, site on comments that you heard about this on your show, cancel this show, and they'll get a discount. But they, uh, this is going to be an unbelievable event. They, they, it's, it's hard to describe unless you've seen it in the course of you mm-hmm. saw it last year. So yes. uh, we'll have a great time, entertained, and please come. And this is the most incredible patriotic event held in this area ever, ever. And it is, if you're in this area, I highly recommend you go. Not only is there fantastic speakers, you walk in, and Colonel Joe is not exaggerating. When you walk in, it is so patriotic and well done. It's actually very elegant looking. And when you leave, you're both inspired and fearful. And what I mean by fearful is they tell you the truth of who's invading our country and and what all of these military men had to go through to keep our country safe. So I highly recommend you go. Colonel, whatever you're doing, continue to do it. You look good. You sound good. You say you feel good. And uh, we'll keep in contact, my friend. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. All righty. Colonel Joe Adams, always good to catch up with him. And of course, uh, telling it real, telling it how he sees it. once again, I, I know I've said it lots of times, it's been a while. The movie Rambo 4 was loosely based on his I involvement believe, yes. in an overseas mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he trained armies in 30 different countries. You know what I think years. is so weird is, and to your point of what you're saying, Colonel Joe really is a badass, and I'm surprised. He ate bullets for breakfast. Yeah, and he didn't touch on it as much, and he was a little bit more subdued than normal, but I'm sure when you go to his event in October, he won't be subdued because these illegals, both Middle Eastern, Hispanic, wherever coming over, are in his town, in his very town and the surrounding towns in Franklin County. Like a lot are there. And they obviously don't know that Colonel Colonel Joe is there because I don't think they'd pick that town if they knew who he was.
Yeah. Just my guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but we like to catch up with Joe every now and then, Colonel Joe. So, um, and that's why, you know, he doesn't get down to the border like he used to. Correct. Um, he owned it for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love talking with John Rourke. Love yes. to connect those two because John is at the border. He's a younger guy with lots of energy who is going there, taking videos, mm-hmm. cleaning up trash, dealing with people, yes. report. Yes. You can't report illegals anymore. I mean- No, uh, you can't even report it. Nobody's cha- everything's changed. Yes. yes. <laughs> Everything you has changed. You can't report or deport because they're just allowed in here all over the place. Um, they really are. This is CancelThisCancelTheShow.com. Mm-hmm. I'm Vic Faust. That was Colonel Joe. Lizzie Sparks alongside. Pro Joe in the house, taking care of everything from a technical standpoint, making sure we look and sound as good as we possibly can because there are so many things going on in the world. Of course, we want to take some time to talk with Colonel Joe to make sure people understand what's happening this weekend and what's coming up. Okay, we talked about the case being dismissed with the Chesterfield man. Uh, he was not a child trafficker. He's a normal, everyday Joe, just like me, just like Pro Joe. Uh, case finally dropped. Congratulations to him on some justice being served to him in regards to rumors being spread about him. Okay, this is very interesting to me because when it comes to issues in our country, um, you know, there's there, there's a talking point when it comes to um, abortion and Democrats leading the way or having votes because of, quote, the abortion talk, the abortion battle. Uh, it's always one of those topics that can be a sticking point for conservatives or Republicans. Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, I find it interesting. Tucker Carlson has really come out really, mm-hmm. really strong in regards to uh, breaking down society when it comes to abortion and breaking down abortion in society going back to the beginning of time. And he was speaking about this at a banquet And here's Tucker really breaking down. uh, This is about two minutes talking about abortion because it becoming a political, um, I guess, talking piece um, when it comes to deciding how people are voting. um, Are you really going to turn to one party this way or that way, regardless of how you feel on the subject? Here's at least Tucker talking about this subject for about two minutes. So uh, I'm really struck by the the ballot initiatives. that your voters will be facing uh, in November. And I'm struck because they're so very different from the politics that I covered for the bulk of my life. I'm 54, been covering this stuff since I was 22. And for most of that time, the debates that we had in the political sphere were over competing visions for how to improve people's lives. The minimum wage was always a really intense debate. And I always felt like maybe the minimum wage killed jobs, I guess, that's what my side said. And I think that's probably true. And the other side would say, but people need more money to live, and so we're going to mandate that they make this much. And it was a, you know, I was on one side of it, but I could also sort of see the other side. Both sides were at least pretending to try to improve the lives of the people who voted for them. But when you wind up in an election where the two top ballot initiatives are, one, encouraging people to kill their own kids, and two, encourage their kids to do drugs, who's benefiting here? I'm serious. The one unalloyed source of joy in your life is your children. The point of life is to have children and to watch them have grandchildren. Nothing will bring you joy like that will. Nothing comes close. Nothing comes close. Would you trade your job for your children? Would you trade anything for your children? Of course not. And so anyone telling you don't have children, kill your children, is not your friend, is your enemy. 
And by the way, it's a very recognizable promise that they're making you because it's as old as time and it's chronicled in great detail throughout the Hebrew Bible. It's human sacrifice, which rears its head about every four chapters and which is singled out for approbation every time. Of all the sins the ancients committed, that sin, every single time it's described, is called detestable, at least in the RSV. Detestable. God singled that out. Throw your children into the fire. Now, why were people doing that? Because, of course, they believed they were getting power and contentment and happiness in return. All it's going to take is to sacrifice your children. This is as old as time. Every civilization on the face of the earth has engaged in it. Okay, Tucker Carlson bringing up his opinion when it comes to abortion. And I had never you know, heard him speak like that when it comes to that specific issue. Well, and I love it because since he's been on X, the true Tucker has come out because when Tucker was first on Fox, he did the kind of kind of like a cheesy thing, as we all know, where he would bring in the craziest liberal he could find and then just kind of jar with him. And I honestly always wondered, was he one of the Fox Democrats or, or was he? Now it leaves absolutely no doubt who he is. He is a Christ-following, Bible-based human who knows? And he's speaking the truth, in my opinion, too. If you choose not to have children, that's fine. But if you choose to, you know, kill your own baby, no matter how you do it, whether it's abortion or whatever, if you have a conscience at all, it will sneak up later. And I'm not condemning people who have. I actually would want to give you a hug because the grief that you're going to have when you realize you stopped a generation of people. For for example, now as a grandma, I can't explain to you how profound what Tucker said is. You love your children. There's no doubt about it. But when you have your grandchild, I'm not saying you love them more. You just love them different because you see your child raising the next generation. And it's profound. And if you want to ruin a society kill your children i absolutely agree with him absolutely he was spot on now when it comes to the marketing of abortion if you're for or against clearly you know what the other side says and all the issues and how it's marketed what i find interesting with this is i I try to always go a little deeper on a story where president donald or former president donald trump stands on this because just saturday he was playing up his anti-abortion credentials um you know because there's been criticism on comments um, that he himself said that Trump said, get realistic about the issue. I mean, I know politicians are going to have to, even a man like Donald Trump, who's basically like, I don't care. I'm a bull in a China shop. I'm running through. Mm-hmm. He's even wavered on this a little bit where he, I mean, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And I try to be honest where he has tried to curt he's tried to curtail the issue too though Lizzie and you love him I do and I don't agree with him on that and Eric brings that point up that the Republicans He's walking a fine line he, on that. and you know why and I'm not agreeing with with Trump on this at all the reason why he's doing that is all the Republicans are saying stop talking about abortion it's what's cost you the election in 2020 that's not what cost us the election in 2020 cheating is what cost us the election now now, you can rationalize it. No, abortion didn't cost the, come on. Right, but that's what they said. Even Eric said that. People are telling Republicans, stop talking about abortion Eric because who? if you do, you know, Eric, our Eric. Oh, oh our yeah. Eric well, yeah, he that. says that's one of the issues. Yeah, that, that that's one of the issues why the election was lost and that Republicans need to stop making this a focal point. I don't think it's the 
only focal point, but it has to be, if, if you are someone that believes in life, you have to make it a focal point. And yes, I do like love Donald Trump, and I love a lot of people I don't always agree with. If you could give me someone better that could actually run that was 100% pro-life, maybe I but would vote for them, but there isn't I know, anyone. And here's, There's and, no one. And I respect people being who they are, doing, Me too. doing what they do. Me too. And be... Just don't lie. Be who you are. However, keep in mind, when you do certain situations uh, and you're in certain situations, just remember, once again, I just like to keep the scorecard. Whether you agree, disagree, you're going to have your morals. You feel you're going to show this way, that way. Um, Just remember, in the midterm elections last year, um, the Republicans lost a Senate seat. They lost a Senate seat to the Democrats and they won the house by a razor thin margin, and most of the the exit polling showed it was because of abortion. Mm-hmm. That's what they a- abortion say. rights were frequently cited by voters as a major factor in their decision. This is a mm-hmm. tough ass topic to talk about. It is. People don't want to talk about. I, it. I know two people who regret the decision. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. As Bindi was even saying I, that on the chat line, I, you will regret it later. You, you, you know, people that I've known that has had a baby and gave them up for adoption didn't have the grief and the hurt that they did if they knew that they had stopped the heartbeat of their baby. But you will find people who also say, I mean, whether they're true or not stating that guess what they didn't regret their decision well they're selfish that may be then. difficult for you and for me to understand yeah yeah and they maybe didn't because they didn't want kids okay if i okay i'm gonna put my hat on like them okay it would be because that child is going to take my money that child is going to take my time that child is going to get in my way because that's my truth my truth is all about me it's all about me it's all about me but the real truth is what tucker said whether you like tucker or not the real truth is a bigger thing in our universe and it's not all about me that's the whole problem with our generation today in our country. It's me, me, me. We have to put somebody before ourselves. Well, that's well, marketing that we- It is had, marketing. And, and I blame <laughs> capitalism a lot on that too. Oh, I agree. Feel I agree. good, look yeah. good. You yes. deserve this. You deserve that. Yes. Uh, I'm an old ass man now, but I'm grateful that I got the life that I had. My mother was 17 when she had me. Dad was 18. Uh, Roe v. Wade was made legal three months before she had a choice. So your mom did have a choice. So, I mean, this might be too much, but did your mom and dad- And guess what? There ain't a soul alive that said, oh, that's going to work. It's going to be easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it took a village. Yeah, and, that's awesome. Um, you know, I didn't grow up with lots of things, but family took care of the situation. So I, that's why yeah. when I talk to people, I was like, if you really want to go down this road, oh, well, people don't have anything, don't have any money. I mean, there's- there's ways and there are success stories. And I've always felt like I was one of those because of that situation um, that a 17 year old um, was willing to do. And I'm here because of that, because of someone not taking what might be be an easy, an easy way. Now, once again, it's difficult. Nobody knows everything that everybody else is going through. That's true too. Uh, and and I do try to have a heart and I get ripped for trying to have a heart for people and an open mind to go through that. But if you're going to have an open mind to listen to others, then you need to have an open mind and listen to my story as well. Well, there wouldn't even be a podcast if your mom made a different choice. <laughs> if we really want to break it down. Yeah, if you far. really, if we want to, everybody that's <laughs> listening and we have thousands that listen every day, they wouldn't even be hearing their story if your mother made a different choice. 
Uh, Michelle says she had her first child at 16 years of age. Um, and you know what that's like. Um, and, uh, the children know what that's like. Mm -hmm. Is it ideal? I mean, from a comfort standpoint, is it ideal that a kid is raising a kid? No, it's not. But then there's a lot of other deeper issues too. Is it ideal that a child got pregnant at 16? Is it ideal that a, a child got pregnant at 17? No, it's not ideal. It's not, but you deal with the situations as they mm -hmm. come after you. Um, and then it, it gets into a moral standpoint. Um, yeah, our chat line is blowing up with wonderful people that I know either in person that I've met or that I've only known on social media. And we're media. a national show. We have listeners yes, all over. all over. There's people but. that are all over that are not from St. Louis saying they had their baby at 16. Look, look at our world would be different if these women and men chose a different path. Uh, it could be. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, it just, you know... Um, yeah. Uh, Michelle says, I wouldn't give up my daughter for the world. I mean, but it also gets into the issue when it comes to adoption, yes. which is uh, an amazing thing. Yeah, It really is. It is. Uh, especially when you see families, and there are many families who can't even adopt. Our government has made it- and, Very and difficult to adopt. Very, but mm -hmm. in some cases, I understand it because you want to protect kids. I get that too. And you want to protect that life mm -hmm. that is there. But- even with people that are checking out pretty damn well, it's been made very difficult, which is sad. It, it's yes. another, um, what do you call it? The gotcha days? I do. I, I it, saw that. I'd never yeah. heard that term until it's you a brought gotcha it up. Day. Yeah. And then last week I saw it, somebody who, I don't know, maybe one of my Facebook friends or something said, oh, it's my gotcha day with their pet. Oh yeah. Okay. And it is, it's just, like, it's a oh. day that you got your pet yeah. or you got your children. And you know what? Anybody that's ever even thinking about adopting, I'm going to tell you my 21 year old is the one that had the gotcha day. And so we have this chat on our phone and our whole family, you know, saying happy gotcha day, Holly Ann, happy gotcha. And she's 21. And this 21 year old with all of heartfelt stuff said back to all of her siblings, thank you that you guys went and got me. My life would be totally different if you had chose something different. And I forget that because when we adopted her, she's just our kid now. So, you know, we forget that she's adopted half the time. We have two adopted kids and we treat all five of our kids exactly the same. And so I forget that for her, we could never, I think we could almost forget her birthday more so than we could her gotcha day. It means a lot to her. It, it means Karen, so much. Karen says, I had a baby at 16. Now I have three beautiful grandkids. Oh, love it. I, since I lived it as a child with a with a, a kid mom helping raise me and a kid dad <laughs> helping raise me, uh, I know firsthand how difficult that is. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it, it's not easy. Um, that's why you really have to have that love. Uh, an unconditional love yes. and, and help. You do need you help. You do need help. Yeah. There, well, I was going to say there is help. I, I don't, God, I hope there's still help with, with all of the resources that are going elsewhere. Uh, I'm not going to talk about illegals, but Aaron says, yes, Republicans should be working to bolster adoption post yes. Roe v. Wade situation of 1973, Agree. not apologizing for saving lives. Karen's, uh, that was Karen. Who else said that they had, 
uh, yeah, three or four people just said they had babies at 16. Yeah, we have quite a few on all of the platforms saying that. And bravo to them. And if you find someone that you know has a baby younger and needs help, it's just grandparents these days have got to be more integral in their kids' lives. I am blessed to see my grandchild in between five and seven times a week because she lives so close and nothing. I could be doing anything and that little girl walks in my house and I don't care what I'm doing. I just adore that little girl. But sometimes kid. there are situations where there aren't family. I, and that's hard. Young, so For yes. young women. And that's where my- I mean, Your empathy, churches need to help Well, too. yeah, I know. But then, and once again, there's, there's where women aren't involved in church. And that's, that's where- That's true too. Where yeah. my empathy for that situation is big. But as Glenn reminds us, uh, the only people that are for abortion are those who have already been born. Yes. Well, and Kimberly says... Uh, Michelle says, I had my first child at 16. Another one. Mm -hmm. Well, and Kimberly's saying she was adopted in 1969 and she found her biological family recently and she's so thankful. So she has two glorious families to, to love now. I mean, you just never know where the story is. It may take years and you may never know your bio family. But with the liberal media and media in general, you know it's going to be a tough sell. Oh, abortion mm -hmm. is horrible because you're not going to hear that. And if anything, you're going to hear an uptick in it. And I brought this up yesterday. That issue, though, is not flying allegedly with research with African-Americans and Hispanics as Democrats had hoped for. And unfortunately, I don't want to associate abortion with Democrats, but I do because they're for it. That's what that party is for. So guess what? They're going to use that and they're going to use it with they the are. younger generations and it's working. How do I know that it's working? Because my kids in high schools mm -hmm. in the St. Louis area have told me that. It, and it's interesting because it's not resonating with guys, but it's resonating with young girls. Yes, because they want to be empowered and they want to do whatever they want to with their body. My body, my choice. Yes, and that's what they're being told to do. But you know, it doesn't just even affect young people. I had my youngest one at 42, and I was shocked at my neighbors when they found out I was that old when I was pregnant with her. They said, here's a number to an abortion clinic. She No, literally, they did. They were like- That because, would be between you and your family, not for your neighbors. But I was given by two different neighbors at the time cards to go get an abortion because because that child was probably going to be Down syndrome or spina bifida. And I said, first of all, so what if she is? Or I didn't know if she was a boy or a girl. And here she said, I had listened to them. She's now 14. There's nothing wrong with her. Nothing. She's brilliant. Of course, of course, I'm going to say that because I'm biased, but she is. But I could not believe that. No, there's it, Yeah, but I mean, and once again, I'm an old guy, but my well, I was old when I had her. My mother told me this or she was told the same things. So it's like, listen. Mm -hmm. Your life, it's almost like your life matters, even going all the way back to Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, like, this is going to be bad. It's going to be horrible. You're mm -hmm. by yourself. And um, and here I am. <laughs> and thank God um, I was given a chance at life and not in an easy situation, in one of the, the worst situations you could imagine. When I was a young kid, um, the early memories, you know, I lived in a trailer park. I was one of those kids that did that and, you know, and grew up and saw everything in life. Um, there was a point in my life as I was growing up too, where I was at a school where I was the minority. Mm -hmm. It was mostly African-American kids mm -hmm. and I was a white minority. Yeah. All. So I, I've lived that and I've seen it. And that's why I say there's no excuse for anybody to say, I have to do this over a money issue mm -hmm. or I have mm -hmm. to do this because there's nobody to raise this kid. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yep. And that's taken the easy way out. And 
that's what you have to soak in and really think about. But as we have seen, um, if you stop the message from getting to the people who are going to make the decision about their body, it will be easier to make that decision. So mm -hmm. you need, every person needs to hear all sides of the story, which is what we try to do on Cancel This, that's for sure. Yes, very good. Um, and Mary says, the more that she hears from you, Vic, the more she admires you. Oh, well, that's nice. Well, but I'm nobody to be admired, but, at, but thank you. I appreciate that. And I'll take that um, as a compliment. It's just one of these issues where Tucker Carlson decides to talk on it. And obviously, since he's the most popular man in the world when it comes to media right now, from a podcasting standpoint, um, it, it gets clicks and it goes full circle. But when it comes to a political standpoint, it's also just because how society is, um, it, I'm telling you, it becomes a lightning rod for Republicans. Mm -hmm. it, it, does. it does. It does. And I'm not, I'm not even talking from a moral standpoint. I'm talking from a voting standpoint of just where society is right now. And we say we welcome all opinions. We do. And backing it up with how you feel from that standpoint and why you feel the way that you do. Um, a lot of times people have stories which get them to mm -hmm. where they are. Mm -hmm. um, also, lots of trauma. Everybody has trauma. Yes. Everybody. Man, woman, child. I mean, people have trauma. Yes. And it, The world's it puts, full of trauma. Well, it's easy to think, you know, however, there's just... When you have trauma too, it also affects decision-making yes, as well. Yes, that's true. So I'm curious to see, you hear Tucker bringing something like this up. Does it change uh, a Donald Trump? Does it change his messaging? Because just like I said, he has told Republicans to get real on the abortion issue. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, he's trying to say, well, and come back to being mm -hmm. a hardcore um, against abortion politician. Right. Well, and like I said, that is one thing I do think he does. I'm just being honest. And you know, I do like him, but he does waver on that. I like him. I, I do like him. He does waver on that and says it. But but part of it, and I'm not saying this to defend him, part of it is messaging and how the mainstream media cuts up what he says. But I would like, that would be the number one topic I would like to talk to President Trump when I sat down with and, and talk to him about that and just say, why does one minute you think it's okay, the next minute you waver a little bit I because I have a feeling it's who he surrounds himself with if, if it is somebody similar to what Eric had said and and people that I know in the Republican Party are being saying downplay the abortion thing downplay or you're going to lose downplay or you're going to lose so that's what a lot of Republicans are doing is because they don't want to lose so they're downplaying their belief in abortion one way or the other and we know absolutely that the left is pro-choice, but we don't know on the right what everyone thinks because it's a mixed bag there. It really is. Such as politics. Um, that is. Politics <laughs> is a mixed bag. It's how it goes. Uh, but anyway, personally, um, I commend Tucker. You already gave um, your your post for it. Yeah, I already, I already did my I, I commend soapbox. him for bringing it up and not just saying it, but also getting back and bringing history uh, bringing scripture into it as well um, from early societies and where we're going. By the way, you can check that out on his um, Twitter account as well. It's an eight and a half minute speech that he gave. Um, we weren't going to play the whole thing, so we did the two minutes that we had there. Um, we'll continue to follow up on that story and see what's happening when it comes to uh, political polls, polling, and so forth. But I do find it interesting, don't forget, last midterm election, the Republicans were supposed to roll over the Democrats, and they didn't. 
the Democrats picked up a seat. Remember that they mm -hmm. picked up a seat in the Senate. They didn't, they picked up a seat and also the Democrats, um, didn't lose as many house seats and the Republicans have a narrow lead there as well. So it is Clint goes now back to COVID. <laughs> yeah, back to, and everything always goes back to that. Doesn't no, it? we refuse to. Oh, today I'm just kind of, Oh, over but you it. know, what's interesting. Yeah. I, I, three different people yesterday brought up issues. They were pissed off at Travis Kelsey for promoting Pfizer. Oh, well, yeah, people were sending me, I've got, some of our listeners were sending me pictures of his commercial where he is literally putting that in his arm. And I'm like, dude, leave that alone. If you want to go get it, fine, but stop pushing it. Because my question is always, what's in it? No one can really tell you what's exactly in it. But it was, it was interesting because with Travis Kelsey doing it, yeah, um, I hadn't seen a professional athlete do that. Yeah, I lost he all was the respect first for one. him. Gosh, and I liked him prior, even though, even despite- I didn't lose respect for him. I, I did. But here's why. I if did. people want to get it, get it. I agree. But if they want to get it, get it. But don't force me to get the crap. Right. That's the whole situation. And that's don't what force... it was. He was guilting. Like, you're a bad person if you don't get it. I didn't think he was doing oh, that. Oh, I did. He's not making- he's, I did. He's smiling. He's like, hey, he's like, I got Ooh. my cupcake. I got Tay-Tay in my booth. I'm doing well. <laughs> I got Tay-Tay in my... He really is living his best life right now. He hey, really a follow-up. I don't know if you know, maybe some people in the St. Louis or Kansas City area knew this, but when they left, and we showed the video yesterday with yeah. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, by the way, uh, all pro tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, all-around good guy, great dancer, Um when they left Arrowhead yesterday, Taylor Swift called ahead to the, I think it was an Italian restaurant, um, and paid for everybody's bill. And the whole restaurant? In the entire restaurant. Now, I don't know how you take this or not and how you would feel, but put yourself in this situation. That'd be cool. You're having dinner on a Sunday night. It's mm -hmm. not a Friday night or a Saturday. It's a Sunday night. You're having dinner at a nice place. And your server comes up to you and says, um, excuse me, your dinner has been paid for, but we need you guys to leave as soon as you can. And I want to know why, though. Well, Taylor Swift bought out the restaurant with Travis Kelsey. So Taylor called ahead and they can't because she can't go anywhere. Right, right. I don't blame her. Because you can't go anywhere when you get that. Bill. No, I get that. I get that too. As long as she pays my bill, and you can bill, never sign, fun. and you can never send enough autographs, you can yeah. never shake enough hands. Yeah, you can never respond to enough emails, and then so I, I get it. Yeah, I get I it. I do get it because when I was in local news, I mean, you go out. It's, if there's one yeah. autograph or one picture you don't take, or if you don't respond to one, it's like, oh my god, he's such a dick. It's like, right. no, yeah. where are the other ninety nine that I did and I had a chance? Yeah, to, and you just miss one. So or Taylor something. Swift, who is arguably one of the most popular people in the world calls ahead. So she bought everybody's dinner, took care of it, drinks, whatever the case, but people had to leave and get out of their age. I'm not sure what I would think. So her it. and Travis could come and enjoy dinner together. And I'm yeah. sure with her team and maybe his family, his mom yeah. who was there. And we saw her team jumping and having fun yeah. in the box. Yeah. Would you get up and leave? No, I would, I would, I would sit there and eat really, really slow as I was being oh, asked stop, for a doggy man. bag. I'd be, I'd be eating like this. No, you wouldn't. Really slow. You're not like that. 
really slow. No, in all seriousness, I really would just take my doggy bag to go because I could always come back. She's probably not there all the time. And I do get it. I mean, well, I don't get it. I'm not Taylor Swift. No, nobody. I, I can't clear out a restaurant. But I think I would leave, you know, right away. I think I would. <laughs> At, but I would eat my last bite really slow. Uh, Taylor says, will Tay-Tay administer mouth to mouth when Travis goes full Demar Hamlin on the field? That's not cool, Aaron. Well, Robert but just said order carry I hope out. she could race down. Oh, yeah, carry out. Yeah, just or just say, okay, I'll leave, but yeah. then just give it all to go. As a, yeah. yeah, as a matter of fact, um, I would like to get a nice bottle of that red wine right there as well. Can I please take that with me? I, uh, I You know, hey, I guess you could do that. Uh, can I please see your wine list now? That's exactly where I would be from that standpoint. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. And the, just order. Not that wine list, that wine list over there, please. Yeah, thank right. you. The one I I'll normally can't use, I would get that. <laughs> and I'd say, my, you know what, my relative relatives that were all going to come and sit with me so i have to you know get seven more meals maybe 10 more meals no it's, give me a whole bunch give me 10 prime <laughs> ribs and all the lobster uh glenn thompson says justin timberlake just wanted a private room at circle seven is that a true story by the way for our national listeners circle seven another great place in the st louis area just like winty's which we talk about uh, my friend pete ferretti uh owns that he does a lot of stuff with mizzou i'm just curious when Tim timberlake was in town if he wanted a private room, if that's true or not. I, I If it's true, then I'm glad that I brought it up. If not, shame on you for telling me that, Glenn. Anyway, um, I don't know how people would be, you know, I mean, I don't, I couldn't imagine, and I didn't hear any follow-up if people like, oh, we got to race, we got to get out of here. But no, it's, I, but I think people, you know, you finish up, you eat, if you leave. Yeah. Um, I would have said, you know what? Okay, thank you. But some people are like, I wouldn't take her money. And I have a different perspective on it. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not one that takes people's money either. But this is what I've learned too, is that sometimes people, they're giving something to you, even if they don't know you, is their their gift to you. And if you don't take a gift, think about it. If somebody wraps you up a present and then you feel ill at ease, like, and I've done that, like, you don't need to give me a present. I mean, I didn't even know you were going to give me one, so I'm not going to give it to you. And that person said to me, if you don't take it, you're going to hurt my feelings because you're going to hurt my joy. That was my joy to give that to you. That's interesting. I had another interesting situation on Saturday. I had a guy, and keep in mind, you guys know, because we, we starting a business is not easy, but yeah, he has hard. no idea about any of the finances that are going. He's like, I wanted to do something for you. And he stuffed $100 in my pocket. And I, like, I threw it back. He's like, you're being rude. You're being rude. Yeah. It was at an event. Oh, that's very nice. So, and you know what? You it, and he started getting angry when I threw it back at. Yes, yes, because you took his joy away. Now, if you ah, uh, the joy if, of giving. Well, because if you went everywhere, it is better to and, give than receive. It is better to I'll give right than there. receive. It is better to give, and you take <laughs> that person's joy. But, but I would have been like you. I'd have been like, no, I can't take it. Because my first reaction would be like, what do you want? from me for it hey by the way glenn said yes timberlake was in town and all he requested was a private room at circle seven for him and his family that's pretty cool and then when they're i guess if they come to your restaurant you're not taking pictures just like you know two weeks ago craig baruby he's out around st louis blues coach he's at wenty's hanging out watching the baltimore ravens his favorite team you know you so don't cool he just does he just wants to be you know one of the people an average joe mm -hmm. if at all possible a lot of really cool people go to wenty's have you noticed that when you go there people that i wouldn't even expected to have just been there wenty's is a happening place yeah it might be um especially with gateway the, there's studios yes. in the st yes. louis area that are being built all mm -hmm. over the place where you have um th there's only one place in america where 
and, and Joe, this is going to be good for you too. I didn't even think about this with your show with Audio Inc. Um, you have one place in America where tours go to train. Mm-hmm. They go, if they're going to be on a stage, they yeah. have to put their acts together in a perfect sense. Well, they have to go train somewhere to stage. That's what, that's what those massive concrete, th- those are that's basically auditoriums. Right Correct. Yeah. So musicians will be flying into St. Louis, into St. Louis. They could have gone to Nashville. They could have gone to Atlanta, but they wanted to give back. The owners wanted to give back to the St. Louis area for the blues that started in the St. Louis area, Joe. So you're going to have, and they're going to have to fly in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Strategic Air Services, which right leads into our advertising in just a second. But that's what that is for. So before all acts, Taylor Swift, before they go out on tour, they have to get their uh, they get their show together. And there's only one place it's Pennsylvania, and allegedly it's booked up for three years. So that's why they built that wow. in the St. Louis area. So pretty cool story there. Speaking of our advertisers, Strategic Air Services, where we broadcast every day live, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. Um your best luxury airline flyers, your best private flying, strategicairservices.net. Kevin and his crew take care of many people, and it sounds like it may be expensive. Well, maybe depending upon where you're going and what you want to do to fly private, but you just may be shocked depending upon where you're going and how many people you're flying with and what kind of plane you're going to fly, where it may make sense just to fly private and not deal when it comes to commercial flying and dealing with TSA and everything else. So, Check out our friends, Strategic Air Services, uh, Kevin Malutna, strategicairservices.net. You can email them, let them know you heard about them on cancelthisshow.com. Also, complete auto body repair. Uh, if you need to do anything with your car in the St. Louis metropolitan area, there's no place, better place to go than complete. Curtis and his crew will take care of you. Um, they'll turn business away. Anything with your car from A to Z, as I like to say. Uh, you know you can trust them. You hear them on our show occasionally. Plus, if you want to work for them, They have over 60 jobs available right now. Everything from technicians with vehicles and seven climate-controlled facilities. You're not going to find a better place to work, more comfortable place to work, or get a better wage as a technician, or working sales, working promotions, working marketing. They also own towing companies as well. Once again, that is Complete Auto Body Repair. You can go to completeab.com. Let them know you heard about them, of course, on Cancel This. Kathy Hilbig Strick, Steve Strick, when it comes to Experience Realty Partners, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. If you're buying, selling, have questions, anything, you can give them a call, no pressure. They will answer your questions. They will work with you to build that trust. You can call Kathy and Steve when it comes to realty, when it comes to mortgage, because as we know now, you don't want to be dealing with this stuff by yourself because the realty, the real estate world has changed. It is not a lot of fun. You can try it by yourself, but more times than not, it's not working. And people go back to square one. Uh, 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. And Vehicle Protection Group, if you're looking for a car warranty, check them out. They offer the best warranties you're going to find when it comes to your vehicles. They're also looking for some employees. Email Todd at vpcnetwork.com. They literally train you in two weeks. Their top people are making six figures for taking inbound calls. That's it. You walk, you walk in, you take inbound calls. You're not calling people, you're taking inbound calls. Once again, Todd, T-O-D-D at vpcnetwork.com. Todd at vpcnetwork.com. And Greenlight Dispensary when it comes to cannabis. Uh, lots of products in their stores. 
all over the place. They have several stores across the state as well. Okay, this is Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks Projo in the house as well. It is Cancel This. We're here Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website. Check out all of our original content too. If you haven't seen previous episodes, go in, check it out. Uh, check out our reels on Cancel This, Cancel This Live. Or is it Cancel This Show on Instagram? I'm trying to remember right now. On Instagram, it's Cancel This Live. That's right, Cancel This Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. We're on TikTok as well. Go ahead, like, subscribe. You can share those uh, reels as well as we continue to do what we can to promote the product that we have. You can also check out our website and check out our merchandise, canceltheshow.com. You'll go to our website, upper right-hand corner. You'll see the blue button, shop merch. We have local delivery or, or local pickup as well for you. Uh, just give us uh, check out our Shopify site. If you have questions, you can reach out to us uh, on our website. If it's about buying a product, if it's about how long it'll take, if you have business partners, if you have possible advertisers or sponsors, just let us know and we'll get back to you from that standpoint. We appreciate you guys doing that as well and supporting the show as we try to do here. Okay, when it comes to canceling, and we focus on these stories every now and then as well, this is a very interesting story. Projo brought it up to me last week. I said, yeah, I saw it. I want to wait and see what's happening. Uh, I want to hear more from Russell Brand, uh, comedian, actor, uh, now super successful podcaster, or at least he was. And I think in time, uh, he'll be even more popular because we saw what mm-hmm. happened with Tucker Carlson too. But anytime somebody throws around sex charges, it becomes a much bigger deal. Yes. Allegedly, over 20 years ago, all of a sudden, we hear allegations that Russell Brand raped and sexually assaulted young girls as young as 16 years of age. Um, these claims came out in the last month. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're like, wait a second, what? From 20 years ago? So Russell Brand has finally, initially his publicist and people denied it. And then here's Russell Brand responding to these allegations because now what's happening, we'll get into it in just a second and why it's important, but just remember he's become a very conservative podcaster speaking against deep state, speaking against a lot of issues around the world when it comes to governments trying to control us. And then all of a sudden there are charges. I'm not saying that anything didn't happen because none of us know, but here is Russell's response. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Now, this isn't the usual type of video we make on this channel where we critique, attack, and undermine the news in all its corruption, because in this story, I am the news. I've received two extremely disturbing letters, or a letter and an email, one from a mainstream media TV company, one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks, as well as some pretty stupid stuff, like uh, my community festival should be stopped, that I shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel. But amidst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question, Is there another agenda at play? 
particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of. And we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you. You're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. I know that a year ago there was a spate of articles. Russell Brand's a conspiracy theorist. Russell Brand's right wing. I'm aware of news media making phone calls, sending letters to people I know for ages and ages. It's been clear to me, or at least it feels to me, like there's a serious and concerted agenda to control these kind of spaces and these kind of voices. And I mean my voice along with your voice. I don't mind them using my books and my stand-up to talk about my promiscuous consensual conduct in the past. What I seriously refute are these very, very serious criminal allegations. Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Now, I don't want to get into this any further because of the serious nature of the allegations, but I feel like I'm being attacked and plainly they are working very closely together. We are obviously going to look into this matter because it's very, very serious. In the meantime, I want you to stay close, stay awake, but more important than any of that, if you can, please stay free. All right. Russell Brand giving you uh, his perspective on some of those things that are happening. I thought it was a fantastic response mm -hmm. considering allegations that were made about him regarding what's happened. Um, where will this go? I have no idea. But I do know there are pushes by certain groups to try to get him, quote, banned, to take advertisers away, just like certain things happened with Rogan, just like certain things with Dave Chappelle. Um, when you get big enough and people mm -hmm. know your name, it doesn't work. Right. A right. lot of what I've started to see, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It made Rogan more popular. It made Tucker more popular. It made Dave Chappelle more popular. And I think in time it will make Russell Brand more popular. It has made Donald Trump more popular when people go after other people over and over and over mm -hmm. again. Now, does anybody know what happened over 20 years ago? No, we don't. If something horrible happened, now we're hearing about it once mm -hmm. he's more of a, a right wing right, right. or right leaning podcaster. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden there's this push and there, as he says, evidence of people and witnesses who contradict what people are saying now to try to get him off air. And, uh, I tend to believe, he, I he, tend to believe him. Yeah. And he admitted right there in that video that he was promiscuous he said that but he said it was consensual so now is it those same women that are coming out and saying okay he did something to me inappropriately 20 years ago yeah this is the problem when women yeah. come out and say things yeah. that are false and fake because when a woman does come out and say something that's true maybe there's uh, oh yeah really yeah okay something really happened to you yeah whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you know it's interesting from our chat line as well. People are reminding us, oh, yeah, just remember, we also had the same woman that was accusing, uh, you know, Dr. Christina Blaze Ford. Yeah. Um, Blase Ford. Blase Ford. doing that to Kavanaugh. To, yeah, to Brett Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Media didn't cover it. Oh, no. gee, we didn't want, oh, you know, we busy news day. Mm -hmm. We're not going to cover the fact of all the things where it kind of went back on her. Uh, Glenn says, same agenda they have against Andrew Tate and the Tate brothers. Yes, yes. Uh, Which is interesting because that kind of just, 
blew by. Oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna hold you for a while, and then he comes back, and then they came after them even harder. Tate brothers did mm-hmm. came after those people, and guess what? Nothing's happened to them since. Correct. Um, if you speak out, is there going to be something that's thrown against you? Mm-hmm. That's uh, the thing where he can came you out weather so the bold. storm when people try to cancel you because the Tate brothers. You know, people, you know, there were, whether you call it government, whether you call it political parties, whomever, deep state, uh, one world order, whatever you want to say, there's no doubt they tried to cancel the Tate brothers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rogan groups tried to cancel Rogan. Uh, Good luck. Groups tried to, like I said, with Chappelle. Now you have groups and or people trying to go after Russell Brand. What do they all have in common? They all speak out against cancel culture. They all speak out about big government. They all speak out about um, um, kids being trafficked. They all speak out against these same issues. And what do you know? They're coming after him because they're too big. Mm -hmm. Well, and he has often talked about how he was promiscuous in his youth, but nobody said anything then. Like you're saying, you're proving the whole point that he he was either apolitical or he was left-leaning and they didn't care. You can have sex all over the place and whoever you want to and they don't care. But as soon as you lean to the right and have a big following, it becomes a completely different issue, completely different. And, and, And by who? The mainstream media. It's, it's like you said, it's not holding much water anymore. Uh, Aaron just said, and I think this is important too, Aaron, because I said this on this show when the first situations came out with the Tate brothers, he said, be careful defending the Tates, sex trafficking and illegal gambling rings aren't exactly a great wagon to hitch onto. I've heard those rumors as well. I've heard that too. I've um, heard that too. More so um, with the illegal gambling rings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, Fair enough. You said it. We put it out there. Do your research and you go from there. But at the same point in time, it doesn't take away from the fact of what they have also, their messaging has been. Well, and like Jeannie's saying on here, this started all the way back with Bill O'Reilly. And then it comes to find out that there wasn't a whole lot of truth. And then they went- A whole lot of truth with what? Well, the same that he had- um, Well, his text messages were pretty salacious. Correct. But a lot of them were salacious back. And I'm not saying he's not a jerk. I mean, I don't know him, but that's where it seemed to have started. But the difference was when they came after Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity was like, I am not Bill. I didn't do this. And he came back and defended himself. So it's all in how you- if, you, if you're guilty, how you're going to handle it. And if you're not guilty, how you're going to handle it. There's proof. If you are guilty, people have receipts. So, you, you know, so if anybody's going to abuse somebody, the abused person has receipts. So well, they better come out with the well, receipts. Well, lo- yeah, I'd love to see some of the, the real situations mm-hmm. when it comes to the Tate brothers. Glenn Thompson coming back and Aaron saying that Aaron's spreading bullshit. Um, yeah, I'd just love to see some of the facts of some of those things. I've not seen I've heard rumors. I've heard rumors. The but problem no in life, rumors get that. out, whatever the situation. Yes. Whether it's in a little town in St. Louis, New York, California, yeah. Oregon, whatever, all the way up across the world, rumors get out. And then, of course, that's why it's it's you don't want to listen to rumors. Yeah, you got it. You got to see the proof. The best part is just don't talk bad about people behind their backs. Because you will get caught in this just day. Do, but just, yeah. just don't. There's no need. To, if anything's going to happen, just happen. Let it go. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just really want to see what happens with this Russell Brand story because I think it's going to fall apart. Yeah. I think that whole story against him is going to fall apart. Yeah. Um, and, and it's sad. First of all, if something happened, are you really going to wait 20 years all of a sudden? 
to start saying something when Russell Brand is now a podcaster and not at the height of his career when right. he was making movies. Yeah. And on tour, give me a break. What well, hurts the the people that have really been raped, the women ha- that have really been hurt, and there are there is such a thing as women getting raped. There really is. I mean, you got to tell your daughters to be careful when you go to a club and be careful. Do not just drink your drink. And if you do, always keep your drink with you because somebody puts a roofie in it and so on and so forth. So rape is a real thing. But the problem is, is all these false allegations hurts the women that really did get sexually assaulted. <laughs> J.M. Grigsby said, Said, this is interesting. Not making light of the situation, but when you think of your calm nature and your chi, um, he says, Russell does these yoga retreats and it really is surprising that he would be guilty. You can't have a guilty conscience and be a guru in yoga. Or you should be. <laughs> That's why I brought my voice down yes. to that talk. Yes. <laughs> uh, these retreats are in the UK. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Aaron, I'll give you a little bit more airtime and then I'll move on after this just to give you a response. Aaron says, Tate brags about making a lot of money with porn online. The porn industry is known for trafficking. It'd wait or I'd wait until the facts come out in court before jumping back on the Tate bandwagon. Okay. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's understandable. I don't know either way because I see rumors either way, for sure. And and porn definitely fuels the sex trafficking industry, no doubt about it. My daughter, who fights sex trafficking, would tell you the same thing. So okay, there this, you go. This is cancel this cancel this show dot com. Vic Faust here, Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house as well. We're here every Monday through Friday, by the way, eight to ten a.m. Central, all the time on our website. Why are you smiling and laughing, my friend? No, no reason, no reason. Don't just smile at me. There is a me. reason. Projo <laughs> is looking at us like, you two have lost your ever-loving mind. Just, I'm on this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm on the show with those two crazy asses in the other room. Uh, JM says, why aren't they canceling Hunter? Who's they? I don't know, deep state media, whatever. He did much worse on video. By the way, if that's your kind of thing, if you want to, yeah, go check out Hunter. Dear God. You want to talk about an exhibitionist? That's Hunter. Mm-hmm. Hunter. And hey, you know I saw. Just be who you are. Things. Don't lie about it. Just be who you are. Yeah, when you could just, just say, yes, I do cocaine. I do have sex with underage, underage children. With my, my dad, dad happens money. to be the president of the United States. Yeah. Own it, dude. Own it. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, I love it. That is great. Hey, speaking of presidents and former presidents, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Donald Trump. Trump back on the national stage. Uh, there's a debate going on with the Republican candidates, but there's also this bigger deal. Once again, Donald Trump speaking on the same night that there's a Republican debate that he will not be at. He doesn't really need to be there. We've talked about that. You know who he is. You know what he's about. A lot of these candidates are all the same. There's a very few, very few small things that separate them. Um, in any case, so he's going to speak to the UAW workers and union workers mm-hmm. tomorrow night at seven o'clock. I would have liked to have seen him instead of the lackluster AOL and Corey Bush out in Wentzville over the weekend. It was so I was hoping it was going to be really juiced up and fun. Nah, and nothing to it. And Biden's at the UAW headquarters in Michigan uh, this morning in about the next hour. I or bet so. he has about the same amount of people that was out in Wentzville with AOC. I, 
No, I, I now in Detroit, the, they'll have a lot of people out there for them. You think? Yeah, so? I brought about this. I know the town. I lived there for eleven years. It's and they like Biden. The union isn't what it used to be when it comes to the Democratic Party. Most That's of the union members don't want to go as progressive. They don't want. They to, don't. I saw that. They don't want to be forced. Weekend. Yeah, you did see. It. I saw it. There you was nobody. You there. saw it in the Wentzville area. Yeah. Uh, uh, just outside the St. Louis area in in the state of Missouri for our national listeners. If you didn't see our show yesterday, um, Lizzie was out there and it was crickets for AOC who came mm -hmm. to town and Cori Bush, uh, who was there as well, but that was her home state. Um, so Trump's speaking tomorrow night at seven. We'll check out the ratings because we had already know. I mean, his interview with Tucker Carlson the night of the first Republican debate was the most watched television interview in the history of America. In the history of America, that's the rating that Trump brought. So Trump's coming back. This topic, it's an important one, but not as popular as Trump coming and doing an interview with Tucker Carlson. But I still think the ratings will be number one. Mm -hmm. It's going to blow For out sure. the Republican debate. Mm -hmm. Does anybody even care to see who the candidates are anymore? Sorry, Aaron, don't get pissed at me. Because I know you love DeSantis, but I'm just trying to be realistic. Well, and DeSantis didn't hardly say anything the last debate. I watched the whole debate and was was trying to hear what people were saying. DeSantis hardly talked. He just did that weird smile you do. That you do there. <laughs> you just do the DeSantis. And I'm smile. the guy. And I'm the guy to vote for. <laughs> Our DeSantis. Do we still have that video? It's much better than oh me doing. Oh my god. I don't have it. I can find no, it. No, that's, oh, that's okay. If, if, but it was so funny. And I'm Maybe sure. for tomorrow. We get that. Yeah, you need to get that smile. You know, I will watch the debate. It wasn't even a shit eating does grin. that smile. It was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Aaron says, Vivek. Christy and Pence wouldn't shut no, up. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't shut up. So so I really did want to hear more of DeSantis. He's because, the best of those candidates. Oh, 100%. None of the rest of them matter but DeSantis. We just got to get him to smile and show those teeth. And he needs to just wait his turn. Ron, are your people, give me a call. My, my rate is $500 an hour. Mm -hmm. And we will work on your nonverbals. And we'll get your smile in. You'll be like, yeah. Hey, I'm Ron. We'll get you all serious. We'll get you looking right. We'll get you, okay. Smirking, smile. We'll and he's a good looking it. guy. Yeah, he is. He just made that funny face. It's, it's going to live in infamy now. Somebody, can you call him, Joe? Get, Joe, get DeSantis call on DeSantis the phone. on. Hey, Aaron does. Aaron really likes him. Aaron, if you can get a hold of DeSantis, we will put him on Cancel This. <laughs> it's otherwise known as the second place debate. Um, I yeah. was just curious yeah. if anybody would even care about that tomorrow night. Okay, uh, one more topic I really want to get into today, and this is a little bit scary to me. And you need to look up the woman, Marina, A-B-R-A-M-O-V-I-C, Abramovich, Marina Abramovich, Marina Abramovich. Um, I first found out about this woman and heard about her. Were you familiar with her yet, Lizzie? No, no. Joe, do you know about her? Not a clue. I don't okay. know. I don't know who. I first heard her name because she became this um, star's spiritual advisor. Oh, like okay. A lot of people, Lady Gaga um, talked about how she helped her go very dark and teach her about pain and dark side. Marina is a, is a Satanist um, and she's listed as an artist and just some very bizarre, crazy, 
dark stuff around her. Um, several decades ago, as an artist, she put herself out in a museum as well. And people may or may not know about this, and you can look it up. And it was, an, it was a certain amount of time period where people could do anything to her they wanted. She was an object. Oh, my. And at first, people were very nice. And she had a table with like 50 to 70 items on it. Everything from roses to knives to uh, abusing mechanisms. Oh, my God. That's a bit. So for the first couple hours, people were really nice and kind. But by the end of it, there were people doing all kinds of just dirty, mean, horrible physical stuff. Anyway, she says she still suffers to this day from allowing herself to do that, quote, experiment. Mm. The reason I give you that background is just to tell you who she is to understand a little bit more about her. Why do we care who Marina is in this day and age? Well, Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, has now named her, hired her ambassador to Ukraine to help rebuild schools for kids. What in the ever-loving hell? Yeah, here's a little video. I went and found one on TikTok. Just and. All you have to do is look her up. And of course, we try to educate people. And you know, you guys make your own decisions about whatever you want to do. But I found the subject fascinating. Of all the people in the freaking world to bring in to work with kids and build, allegedly build up schools that were knocked down or been knocked down, they choose Marina Abramovich. Here's just a little bit. And of course, remember, you keep in mind, take it with a grain of salt when it comes to TikTok. But this information should blow your freaking mind. Viewer discretion is advised. This is not for kids. This is a reaction video about this lady, Marina Abramovic, the one who was chosen to be ambassador to Ukraine. What you're looking at aren't scenes from a horror movie, but works from a so-called performance artist. An artist who also rubs shoulders with some of the most celebrated and influential figures in our society. 90% of celebrities know this Everyone lady. from famous actors and musicians to DC power brokers and That's international right. financiers. Russia. Her name is Marina Abramovic. And her work has been featured everywhere from the Metropolitan Museum of Art to a Microsoft commercial. But who is she, and why does she possess such enigmatic appeal to the world's elite? I am obsessed with this woman. She is so incredible. Lady Gaga loves her. It's time we investigate who really is Marina Abramovic. She was chosen to be ambassador for Ukraine by the president to take care of projects with children and rebuilding schools. Why do they always want access to kids? Marina Abramovic. They call her an artist. She does is shocking. She's a satanic witch. Burning herself and other such extreme and grotesque acts. Abramovic was born in the Serbian capital of Belgrade, 1946. Hers was a harsh childhood. Her mother, a Communist Party official and military veteran, was cold and oppressive. I was so incredibly unhappy as a we never sit together as a family. We never talk together. We never have any kind of Christmas, New Year together. It's, uh, it was always very unpleasant, a very intense situation. So there's something wrong with me. She was always thinking that I'm doing something wrong here. And we hated so this uh, total control of my mother, total obsessional discipline, which I had opposed of me. It's, I had to have my own space. I have to kind of let it free. 
It's crazy. Abramovic began her artistic career in the 70s while living in Serbia. She gained fame in the art world by performing extreme acts of endurance and pain, billing it as performance art. But you might say hey, that no. pain is Marina Abramovich's medium. Deal with it. Back in 1973, she rhythmically jabbed the spaces between her fingers, at times drawing blood. She almost died in 1974 when she laid inside a burning star, losing consciousness due to smoke inhalation. This is crazy. In another famous performance, she stood motionless for six hours while attendees were encouraged to Why do you think they appointed her to be ambassador to Ukraine for the kids? Um, it's a little bit scary, and there is so much more on this woman. Mm -hmm. um, hey, once again, you want to go do that stuff? Do it. Do what you want. We don't care. Cancel this. Go have fun. But when you're involved with kids yeah, and that's your, back and that's your mm -hmm. background, come on. And Zelensky, with all of the craziness that's already going on over mm -hmm. there, are you kidding me? To think that everything is on the up and up of all the people that could be chosen, uh, Marina. Marina, in an interview that I watched, spoke about Lady Gaga and her spiritual um, journey that she took Lady Gaga on, saying that when it came to going to the dark side, I mean, that Lady Gaga went further than any other student that she ever had mm -hmm. and became one with pain mm -hmm. that she couldn't even have imagined after her long career, like almost a, a situation where, where student becomes teacher mm -hmm. about letting your body go and yeah. going to the dark side. And okay, once again, some crazy wild crap. Really? Why are you going to be involved with kids and kids projects and school projects in Ukraine? Of all places. I wonder if Tony Bennett knew that about her. They were friends. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, I mean, just think about that. I mean, that's really dark. I mean, that's some dark stuff. Dawn says she had a painful childhood. And yeah. that will continue with children. Well, we've always said it here, too. Um, hurt people hurt others. And that happens with a lot of us. It goes back to the trauma situations as well. I mean, a lot of us, especially men, us men, we don't want to admit it. And that's why <laughs> counseling sessions can be good because you don't realize what you can become because it's just life and the crazy life that we live in every day. Uh, someone says severe mental illness. Once again, the whole aspect with that whole situation becomes we're going to support Ukraine and we continue to send mm -hmm. the billions of dollars that we have, our future, to a country and a president that chooses that. That's so weird. To work yeah. with the schools. I guess because wasn't he an actor and a dancer and all oh, that? Oh, we've showed so, him in his heels. Yeah. And so he maybe and dresses. lived the dark side. So he knows all about that. It's just really weird. I would really love to know the behind scenes. I would have liked to have talked to Zelensky when he was wanting her to come and do that. And why, why in the world do these messed up people want to be with our kids? It's sick. It really is sick. Is but it? I would want to sit in the room and hear their conversation and how that's going to come about and how to get more American. What do money. you mean? What do you mean? What do you, 
Well, like, okay, you want to sit in okay, what room? Well, or? okay, so people, whenever these big decisions are made, people are sitting in a room or they're talking on the phone or whatever. I would have liked to have heard that conversation when Zelensky wanted her to do this. I would like, how, do, how did that conversation go? Wouldn't you like to have heard that uh, conversation? I, I don't know. Just be aware. Once again, be careful what you trust, as we always say. I know For we all, sure. When we leave here, we always want people, hey, enjoy your life. You have an awesome life to live. Uh, it's great to live, but you just can't do it with your head in the sand. You can't. Eventually, the crazy will find you. Mm-hmm, uh, we had breaking news that came out just a short time ago. This is absolutely freaking bizarre just a couple minutes ago. Uh, and that's a great part about doing a podcast that's live is the fact that we can bring some of these things up or at least try to get out ahead of it. Hunter Biden is now suing Rudy Giuliani, former President Trump's lawyer, over the laptop. Now, he is accusing Giuliani of hacking his laptop, saying that there was never a laptop. So now Hunter is back to saying there was never a laptop after initially saying there wasn't, then saying there was. Now he is saying there wasn't and that somehow, some way, Rudy Giuliani hacked into his laptop Mm -hmm. and got the pictures... Is Hunter, is he on Coke this morning? Uh, what the truck? Rudy Giuliani, I mean, I know desperate times call for desperate measures mm-hmm. and desperate people do desperate things. Mm-hmm. This is going a little, you can check out, if you look at, I yeah. just saw it on Fox. No, yeah, it is. He filed this in the U.S. District Court for mm-hmm. the Central District of California. And it states, or at least Hunter's alleging, that Giuliani is primarily responsible for the total annihilation mm-hmm. of Biden's digital privacy. Um, you know, and that's even kind of old news. I mean, I'm not surprised that he's suing him, but we've known way back that Rudy Giuliani had the laptop. And he gave a lot of that information to Chanel Rion on OAN. She did a whole story about Who that. joined us on our show here. Yes, yes. And we, I, I need to get a hold of her and see if she, what she knows about that. Because we already know about that. So it's really peculiar that he's now suing Rudy at this time. Why not a couple years ago? But Giuliani and, and another attorney by the name of Costello, who was involved in this, mm-hmm. they openly admitted yeah. years ago that they obtained copies yes. of files yes. from a hard drive uh-huh. that Biden left at the Delaware computer store. Correct. Correct. That was all the way back in 2019. Yes. So just once again, keeping up with the scorecard, Giuliani provided the information uh, to the New York Post. That was back in October of 2020. Mm-hmm. They published a story then based on Hunter Biden's emails and they implicated that Biden or President Biden was in a business deal with the Ukrainian company that had hired Hunter on its board. Um, Now, once again, House Republicans have launched an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. So if there's nothing else that can come after President or former President Trump on with another indictment, which is what they did after each story broke on the Bidens, they came back with something on Trump. Um, This now comes to light, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) saying that it was an invasion of his pride, which has no legal merit. It has no legal bearing. This is another desperate attempt, but it just came out. Oh, we're going to go after Rudy Giuliani because he obtained copies of. Well, because they want to stop it in court because they know that Joe Biden is on there, too. And so it's all about Joe. People really don't give a frick about Hunter. There's things incriminating Joe on there. And that's a way in his court documents that he can freeze Rudy for a little bit and not have these the laptop seen. 
I mean, it's all a game. It's all this ugly. Can you get Chanel back on? Yeah, I will contact her. See if we get, I mean, if we could squeeze her in tomorrow, yeah. get her in on Thursday. We'd love mm-hmm. to talk to her, see if we could get her back on uh, to talk about that. But it's another one of those. It's just another embarrassing moment for the Biden family. It's another embarrassing, embarrassing situation um, for the Bidens that we'll continue to follow. Obviously, just coming out now, we'll try to figure out more of that coming up, maybe even for tomorrow. Um, speaking of another embarrassment, not only did we tell you about over the weekend, Joe Biden um, talking about how great the Black Caucus was when he was talking to the Hispanic Caucus. <laughs> He also, I mean, this gets back to his old rubbing of his rubbing of his legs, his hairy legs, and trying to act like he's black and trying to act like he's accepted by the African American community once again, which gets back to just be who you are. Stop it. Just stop. Well, now Biden's getting blasted because over the weekend, he was why he was trying to act like he was really cool with LL Cool J. He called LL Cool J like a boy, which um, historically expressed, it, it can be racial hostility towards black Americans. That according to Leo Terrell, who is a, a Fox um, insider, a Fox uh, personality who comes on. Um, he, during a speech to the Congressional Black Caucus, he called him a boy. Um, and it was not a gaffe. Um, it, it's kind of his... Mm-hmm. It's his lifelong attitude yeah. towards the black community. Several times we've shown sound bites on this show where he makes racist comments yeah. about the black community. He just does. He's He really is racist. He is. And remember telling people black, they didn't vote for him. You ain't black. Remember that comment? Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of black people did not appreciate that. And... <laughs> um. The, the quote was, he says, two of the great, two of the great artists of our time represented, I'll read it normal so you can understand it, not like <laughs> Joe Biden, I'm sorry. Two of the great artists of our time represented the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America. LL Cool J. Uh, of course, Biden stammered at that point. Uh, uh, and then he says, by the way, that, that boy's got, that, that man's got bigger biceps than my thighs. That boy's got, um, that boy. and if you didn't know it, it is, and it was a racial epithet, at least when I was growing up for, to describe black men. You didn't call him boy. Boy. Yeah. You, you don't, just don't do no, that. It's just, it's just respectful. It is. Um, and, 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 and if Trump or, or not even just Trump, Trump, DeSantis, you, me, whatever would say anything about a black person, call him a boy and be dead serious about it. We would be crucified, but Biden can call him a boy. But he doesn't know any better. But as we know, he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know what year it is. He doesn't know what day it is. Um, He didn't dress himself, and it's sad. But anyway, what made me think about that was the whole situation going on with Hunter Biden. So anyway, uh, we've covered a ton today, a ton. And we do appreciate uh, Colonel Joe Adams for jumping on. Tell us about the Washington... um, Guard, mm-hmm. their big dinner. That's a big list. Check out the list. If you go to Washington, is it WashingtonGuard.com, Joe? Yes, TheWashingtonGuard.com. Yeah. Check out that list of people. I know he said he had mm-hmm. a few tickets left. Um, and the event's October that. the 7th. Um, check that out. Um, that will be next weekend coming up. Uh, good to talk again about what's happening and some of the, the communities that he sees when it comes to illegal aliens, illegal immigration, not only here, 
but at the border as well. Okay. What did I miss? What else? Do, is there anything we else we got? Anything, anything else we got to get to or remind people of? No. Okay. That's good. Uh, tomorrow, join us. We've got green light or weed Wednesday. We've got uh, the Strix in-house. Can't wait to talk to them about some things going on when it comes to uh, some real estate information that I heard this week. Um, hopefully it's good news. That's for sure. And um, we may have another surprise interview. That's for sure. Working on Chanel Rion for this week, uh, Eric on Friday, um, Kelly Mano on Friday, um, and then we'll see where else where we go. So guys, check out our website, check out our merchandise, um, get yourself something there. Pretty cool if you want it. Local delivery available as well. Um, you can also let me know if you guys have partners when it comes to advertising businesses to give us a shot and to give their company a shot with us and or if you have ideas for stories and our interviews. Anything else, Joe? Are we good to go? I think we're good to go. All right, buddy. For Pro Joe, Lizzie Sparks. I'm Vic Faust. Guys, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. Have a great day. We'll see you for our next podcast tomorrow.